Thank you for listening to First Baptist Church of Apalachicola. We pray that these messages challenge and encourage you. Now let's get into the Word together. As y'all see laid out in front of the pulpit this morning is the Lord's Supper. This is a testimony. It's a memorial. It's a service. And it's an ordinance. And we supposed to be able to explain to our children what this is all about. If y'all will, turn to me page uh, in Genesis chapter 4. We're going to start in Genesis today and we're going to end in Revelation. So y'all bear with me for a minute. I want to explain a little, go a little deeper on what this is all about. So later on at the end of the service when we participate in the ordinance that is the Lord's Supper, you'll have an understanding exactly what are we doing and why are we doing it. So it's a, it's a, it's a story about a lamb. Okay, and it starts right here in Genesis 4, chapter 2. I'm going to read a lot of scripture. not going to do a lot of expounding today. But y'all stay with me. Chapter 2, it says, And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of the sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. And that firstling of the flock of the sheep is a lamb. And now please turn with me to Exodus 12. Exodus chapter 12, starting in verse 3. This is the Lord God speaking to Moses and Aaron and he's instructing them on the instructions that they are to give to the house of Israel. So this is God's version of what he's asking Moses to explain to the house of Israel their instructions. So starting in 3. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying... In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it from out of the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it unto the fourteenth day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat of the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast it with fire, his head with his legs and with the pertinence thereof. You shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it in the morning you shall burn it with fire. And thus shall you eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, 
your staff in your hand. You shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. That was God's instruction to Moses to explain this to the house of Israel. Now here's Moses in chapter in verse 21. Just go a little further. Verse 21. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, Draw out and take you a lamb according to your families and kill the Passover. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel and the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out that door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians. And when he seeth the blood upon the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come in unto your houses to smite you. You shall observe this thing for an ordinance to thee and to thy sons forever. That's what we're doing here today. And it shall come to pass when you come to the land which the Lord will give you according to he has promised and shall keep this service. And it shall come to pass when your children shall say unto you, What mean ye by this service? You shall say it is a sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. And I'm going to stop right there. That's exactly what we're doing today. And did you notice the lamb had to be without blemish? And uh, you can do a little word search on without blemish, but around 50 times in the Bible when they were taking an animal for a sacrifice for people of Israel and their sins, 50 times it says without blemish for that purpose right there. Y'all turn with me to John chapter 1. We're in the New Testament now. This is Jesus' first public introduction. Chapter 1, verse 29. This is Jesus' first introduction, public introduction. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Thank you, Gordon. And that taketh away always is also means to beareth. He beareth the sins of the world. Praise the Lamb of God. I'm going to try not to get too excited too early. Now we're going to um, go back a little bit to Mark chapter 14. This is all tied together. Mark chapter 14, starting in verse 12. And the first day of unleavened bread when they killed the Passover, his disciples said unto him, Where wilt thou that we go and prepare that thou mayest eat the Passover? And then y'all turn with me to Luke 22. It's the same account told by a different person. Luke chapter 22. 
I'm giving you two witnesses to the same situation. Luke chapter 22, verse 7. Then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. And so they went and they found the house and they found the upper room and they found everything they needed and they went and they prepared the Passover meal. And in verse 15, Jesus said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until be fulfilled the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he said, Take it and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and he said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for you. That's Jesus himself telling us, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. And I want to bring up a point right here. They were eating char-grilled lamb at this Passover meal. They killed the Passover lamb and they char-grilled it and they ate it. But Jesus never brought an emphasis on that lamb when he was asking them to do this as an ordinance. He only brought the emphasis on the bread and the wine. Jesus is the lamb. Jesus is going to do... He, he was letting them know, I'm about to do something far greater than that animal has ever done for you. And he's never brought emphasis on the roasted lamb at the Lord's Supper. So y'all turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Now, I just read you two accounts of Jesus instituting the Lord's Supper with His disciples. Now, many, many, many years later, this is Apostle Paul finding out that in the 1 Corinthian church, they weren't observing the Lord's Supper properly. And because of that, some of them were falling ill and worse. So here's Paul instructing the 1 Corinthian church how to properly take the Lord's Supper. And... I'm not going to read it again. We read it, Gordon read it as our responsive reading. But I do want to emphasize taking it properly. Um, that would be a self-examination of yourself. Being honest with yourself. Not really studying your neighbor, but looking at yourself and saying, Lord, is there something here that needs to be cleansed? Is there something here that needs to be confessed and repented of. You actually literally need to do that. If you participate in this today, you need to repent. Amen? Amen. And you might ask, well, Jeff, what does that have to do with us today? Well, thank you. I'm, I was hoping you would ask that. Y'all turn with me to Hebrews 7. I'm going to tell you exactly what this has to do with us First Baptist Church, Apalachicola, November the 11th, 2000.
November 4th, 2018. Chapter 7, starting in verse 22. Everybody there? By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament. Isn't that what Jesus said? This is the blood of the New Testament. Well, this is the cup that represents the New Testament, and it's written how? How's the New Testament written? In the blood of Jesus. He is a Lamb of God. He is without blemish. The, the enemy of our soul tried to cause him a blemish in the great temptation. And it says in 22, By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament. Surety. That's a legal term. It's a guarantee. It's a pledge. A testament is a will. Um, most people that have a will for their belongings after they pass on, a lot of those wills are locked up in a pretty thick vault at the bank. Am I right, Gordon? And guess what? Most of the time, the children and the grandchildren and the, and the relatives aren't even allowed to look at the will until he dies. Is that true? And here he's saying, Jesus made a surety of a better testament. And they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. Y'all listen carefully. But this man, Jesus, because he continueth ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood. You realize you surrendered your life when you got saved to a priest that has an unchangeable priesthood? Praise God. Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him seeing he liveth ever to make intercession for them. Praise God. Where's Jesus? Where? I thought he was in my heart. He's at the right hand of God making intercession for us. Wow. So I want you to ponder a question and I don't want you to answer it and don't even answer it in your mind till you think about it a little bit. Ponder this question. If I'm a truly born again saved Christian, I have surrendered my life to, to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and I've done it in faith and I'm truly saved, there's still sin that comes and goes in my life. That's perplexing, isn't it? Well, let me ask you this. Jesus is at the right hand making intercession for me. What's stronger? Is it the sin that comes and goes in my life? Or is it the intercession of Jesus? Which one is stronger? Now somebody needs to stand up right now and praise God. Come on. I need a, I need a volunteer to lead us into a little... Come on. God's talking to somebody. Just a little... Uh, come on, let's be enthusiastic. Come on. Praise the Lamb of God. Praise His name. He is so worthy. He pursued us while we were lost. Praise His name. 
And then we're going to move over to right here on the next page, Hebrew 8. And verse 6. But now he hath obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant which is established upon better promises. I think that's another amen right there. And then in Hebrews 9. Hebrews 9 starting in 12. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause he is the mediator of the New Testament by the means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is of force after men are dead. Otherwise, it has no strength at all while the testator liveth. Y'all get it? Because Jesus died, he's the mediator of the new and better testament, the covenant. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all turn with me to Revelations 5. And I saw on the right hand of him, this is verse 1, and I saw on the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb. Somebody help me out. Stood a lamb as it had been slain. Having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the work. He came and took the book out of the right hand of him who sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and the twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials of odors, which are the prayers of you people. 
prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, every tongue, every people and nation and has made us to unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld and I heard a voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature that is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, y'all read this with me, blessing and honor, come on, help me out, and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four B said, what did the four B say? Amen. Amen. And the four of the twenty elders fell down and worshipped him and they lived forever and ever. Y'all listen to me very carefully. I know we're a small group of believers and I'm trying to get y'all excited about Jesus. I do have an ulterior motive. I want you to get a little excited about Jesus. But you know what? Jesus doesn't need our praise and He doesn't need our worship. He's got 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands and thousands of angels falling down and worshiping Him and saying, Worthy is the Lamb! I think we need to just come up, let's just tweak it up a couple notches when we give praise to the Lamb that was slain for you and you and you. Hallelujah. Yep, I did the math on 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands upon thousands. Woo, I didn't do it with my fingers either. I did it with a calculator. 10,000 times 10,000, 100 million. Now, in the modern day, we can grasp that, can't we? We can grasp 100 million. Now, thousands of thousands, that's an indefinite article. I'm having a hard time to get that on the calculator. It's an innumerable um, company of angels, and they're falling down, and they're worshiping the Lamb of God. I think we should worship the Lamb of God. I want to call my deacons up as they prepare to serve the elements. I know you're going to have to do a little backtracking on this and say, what all did that man say today? And I meant to do that. I want you to dig in. This is a good time for you to examine yourself and repent. I'm talking to you. You confess it. He is what? Faithful and just to forgive. And I'm going to ask Patrick, as um, Richie's playing softly, Patrick, to hand out these elements to you, fellas, your yoke fellas. And as soon as you get them, you can serve.
Okay. And what did Jesus say when he broke the bread? And he blessed it and he broke it and Jesus said... And they did eat. And in like manner, Jesus took the cup and said, Take and drink. As we give the invitation today, I'm going to ask my deacons to stay up here and to receive anybody that wants prayer. Don't be embarrassed about coming forward. Okay? Jesus might be calling you to come forward to make a commitment to Him, to rededicate. It might just be to pray for your neighbor or your child. But He may be calling you to come forth. There's a lot of people that remain ill because they are too embarrassed to call the elders to come lay hands on them and to anoint them at all. But it's very clear in the Bible. Don't ever be ashamed of Jesus. And as he gives the invitation, I want you to think about that.
And any of these deacons can stand up, please, and receive anybody that needs prayer. 136. Are you washed in the blood? We'll sing on the chorus. Let's stand. In the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb, are your garments spotless, are they white as snow, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb, are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb. Are your garments spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? That's good. Thank you. Next Sunday, remember, Veterans Day, wives, make your husbands put on some blue and some red and some white. Help your husbands get dressed next Sunday. Anybody have another, um, anything they want to say before we close in prayer? Fellowship Hall WMU at 7. And the Christmas boxes in the back. This is the Samaritan's Purse Christmas boxes. I know you know what we're talking about. Veterans Day program right here at 9 o'clock on Friday. There, <laughs> there's some fasting and prayer right there, Miss Mary. Whose lives got changed in the last month? Come on, raise your hand. Well, give God the glory. He'll get us to work for Him. He'll shake us up and make us witness and testify for Him. Well, thank Him for it. Pastor Charles, one of my spiritual fathers, would you close us in prayer?
Take this piece of equipment off of me.